The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The Lord appointed 70 others and sent them on ahead of him in pairs to every town and place where he himself intended to go. He said to them, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go on your way. See, I am sending you out like lambs into the midst of wolves. Carry no purse, no bag, no sanders, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say, Peace to this house. And if someone of peace is there, your peace will rest on that person. But if not, it will return to you. Remain in the same house, eating and drinking whatever they provide. For the laborer deserves his wage. Do not move about from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and its people welcome you, eat what is set before you. Cure the sick who are there and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. But whenever you enter a town and they do not welcome you, go out into its streets and say, even the dust of your town that clings to our feet will wipe off in protest against you. Yet, yet know this, the kingdom of God has come near you. I tell you, on that day it will be more tolerable for Sodom than for that town. The 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, in your name, even the demons submit to us. Jesus said to them, I watched Satan fall from heaven like a flashing of lightning. See, I have given you authority to tread on snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice at this, that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. Brothers and sisters, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So the, the, the struggle, all that we do, and the efforts we make is to be sure that our names are written in heaven. And today I want us to reflect on the power of the cross, 
on the power of the cross. I want us to deepen our understanding on the power of the cross and be willing to share this understanding with others with joy. In the second reading, Paul says, I never boast of anything except the cross of our Jesus Christ by which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. And in our gospel text, we heard how Jesus sent 70 of his disciples to preach this good news. A couple of weeks ago, I was having a conversation with two seniors. They are in their 70s. And they were talking about the, the trend among the people they call the rich boys, the billionaires. So one asked the other, would you fly to the space if you had money? Because they are, you know they are named some billionaires last year, a couple of years ago, who are now going to the space, going to the moon, spending all kinds of money. One asked the other, if you had all the money, would you fly to the space? He said, I will not fly. For what? And the other was seeking to understand why should someone invest such huge amount of money to fly to the space just for three minutes, one day, two days. So the other one answered him, no, it's just for them to show who has more money, who is the richest, to boast of what they have. So I was just thinking about that and contrasting it with what Paul, with what Paul said in the second reading today. May I not boast of anything but of the cross of Jesus Christ. It is natural to boast of things that make us prominent in the world. Our jobs, we have a better job. We boast about it. Our finances, we have a lot of money. When you have $1 million in your account, you can be very comfortable and you can boast about it. Our cars. The, the class of car we drive. We can even boast of our wives and even boast of our husband, how good and wonderful they are. We can boast of our academic achievement. Yesterday, someone told me that her daughter gave the valedictory speech and her result, the least she scored was 93. You know, she could tell me that she scored the least in all her subjects was 93. I, we can even boast of the strength to drink alcohol and even drugs. In my 20s, I remember we went for a gathering and two of my pairs of my age mates had to compete who could consume more bottles of alcohol than the other. So at least one took, took six bottles of alcohol, six bottle of, bottles of beer. And then it was for him to boast that he could consume better than the other. Paul, for him, the only thing he has to boast is the cross of Jesus Christ. Our society worships power, influences, wealth, and fame. 
God, through Jesus Christ, came as a humble, poor servant, and he offers his kingdom where there is freedom, where there is joy, where there is confidence, where there is courage and peace to those who have faith, not to those who do good deeds to try to end their salvation. The world is full of enticements. We are daily confronted with both subtle cultural pressure and overt propaganda to do the wrong thing. The only way to escape these destructive influences is to ask God to help crucify our interest in the things of the world, just as Paul did. The idea of God and the gospel of Jesus Christ still sounds foolish to many. And Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 22 to 25 says, for the Jews require a sign and the Greeks seek after wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified unto the Jews a stumbling block, they can't understand it, and unto the Greeks foolishness for us to, to talk about Jesus crucified, but unto those which are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God because the foolishness of God is wiser than men and women and the weakness of God is wiser, is stronger than men and women. Paul says, may I never boast of anything except the cross of our Jesus Christ by which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. Dear brothers and sisters, the cross of Jesus Christ is all before us here, is a path to enlightenment. When we talk about enlightenment, through wisdom and understanding, we gain it through the cross of Jesus Christ. The cross of Jesus Christ is a path to peace, through peace. The cross of Jesus Christ is a path to hope, to a crown, and to victory. And the cross of Jesus Christ gives us new identity. We become new creation. Now, if Christians understand what it means that we have become new creation through the cross of Jesus Christ, we will be sleeping in the church every day, thanking God for this singular honor that God has brought upon us by sending his son to come and die for us. He has taken away our sin forever. He has taken away our guilt. He has taken away all the punishment that are meant for human beings and has punished his son in place of us. That is what it means. Now, we are, we have, we are new creation. All things have passed away and we now live in freedom of the children of God. Nothing holds us captives. And that is why we need to crucify ourselves to the cross of Christ and crucify the world to the cross of Christ to be truly free and to truly enjoy the peace and joy 
that Christ wants us to enjoy. We are called to accept, believe, and announce the good news of Jesus Christ to others, the power of the cross to others. They have lied to us, and you know that society has lied to us. That if you have money, if you have the worldly things, your life will be okay, but it's not true. Money can buy a bird, but not sleep, you know that. Money can buy a clock, but not time, it is true. Money can buy book, you can buy a lot of books, but not knowledge. Money can buy position, but not respect. Society tells us, lied to us, that money can buy medicine, but not health. Money can buy amusements. You can travel to the space, to the moon, to the Mars, to all the things you want to do, but not happiness. You can be amused, but not happy. You can be amused, but not at peace. Money can buy obedience. If you have money, people can obey you, but not faithfulness. Money can buy a house, but not a home. So the cross of Jesus teaches us to liberate ourselves, to detach ourselves from the things of this world, to experience the freedom that Jesus has won for us. And now, detachment does not mean that we don't own things. Detachment means that things don't own us. So dear friends in Christ, when the worst happens in our lives, when we go through persecution, suffering, sickness, misfortune, disaster, betrayal, disappointment, all these experiences are explained in and through the cross of Jesus Christ. And because we have this understanding and we have the cross before us as an example, whatever befalls us, whatever happens in our life, we experience the peace that Jesus gives us. He sent his disciples, each house you enter, say, peace be to this house. And if there is any person of peace, your peace will rest upon him, otherwise your peace will come back to you. When we understand when we study, when we ask God to reveal to us the power of the cross, and we, we, we establish that relationship with God through Jesus Christ, we continuously experience peace in our lives, peace that the world cannot give, peace that money cannot give, peace that nothing in this world cannot give. And that is why we pray today that God may take us through the power of the Holy Spirit to understand more the place of Christ and his cross and his restoration in our lives, that we may experience that peace that is beyond everything in this world.